Hello everybody, my name is Sayed Moan and this is on Guided Talk for Thursday 17th of March 2022. Yes, it's another Thursday episode as usual. Wednesday, it just went by very quickly. But, um, oh well, you know, you have to make make it what you have. In today's episode, as always, Xiaomi launches its flagship 12 series smartphones for the global market outside of China. It was released in China three months ago. Now it's available globally, which is pretty cool to see. Plus, we've got some interesting details about the upcoming iPhone 14. And finally, uh, towards the end, we're going to talk about Instagram. And uh, specifically, Instagram could be getting into NFTs. which is pretty strange if you ask me. Oh well. Without further ado, let's get rolling, shall we? Just a quick heads up, as I'm in Bahrain at the moment. Um, right now, we're probably in the midst of a very intense winds and a bit of a sandstorm. So if there's loud wind noises in the background you might hear, Apologies for that. It's just it's just the weather's been funny today. That's that's what I'm gonna say But well, uh, so the first thing we're gonna definitely talk about is the show me 12 now I didn't talk about it obviously when it came out in late in December as we were kind of on a break and obviously We did come back and then we talked about everything over at CES So we haven't really had time to talk about the show me 12 series, but now it's coming out globally outside of China so we've now got getting to see these phones out in the open Obviously, with MIUI, with all the Google services inside, which is probably a str- advantage you could say, with Xiaomi's phones now. Xiaomi is uh, releasing a 12 series globally with three models: the 12, the 12 Pro, and the 12X. And they're claiming these phones to apparently have an all-rounded uh, viewing experience, to have a strong entertainment viewing experience and a strong video recording capabilities in a sense I'm not gonna get into the PR speak in a way but basically that these phones have basically a premium viewing experience and top-notch video recording so to start with um, before we hop into specs really in terms of the viewing experience cinematic wise all three phones had displays have AMOLED displays that's good and it's rated A plus by DisplayMate and comes with Gorilla Glass Victus Dolby Vision support, uh, it's on, again on supported apps it makes a bit of a big deal and it has HDR10 plus so you literally do get a premium viewing experience in a way and you get 120Hz refresh rate on all displays uh, easily without any uh, issues which is pretty cool you get Harman Kardon sound with Dolby Atmos processing it's pretty impressive and for context and for the and the 12 Pro uh, comes a quad speaker setup which is pretty cool so you get two tweeters and two woofers on either side so literally you get a premium viewing experience and as always the 12 and 12x on the other hand have stereo speakers which is again uh, i'm sure is the bottom firing variety but obviously it is pretty cool so you get a premium viewing experience on one side and on the other you have the videography aspect now show me flagship phones tend to really have uh, a premium uh, focus on videography and just have good solid cameras ready for f- regular photos and night mode photos and all that kind of stuff but they've been putting a lot of emphasis on videography because obviously some uh, phones obviously uh, be it realme redmi they're probably sort of uh, you could say compromised on the on the video recording department whereas the Xiaomi 12 series uh, have obviously put in, in, interesting emphasis, you could say, on the video recording chops of the of of its of its device. You could say to start with the Xiaomi 12 Pro and the 12 regular. 
uh, come with the ability to shoot at up to 8K resolution. Obviously, it's because of the Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 chip that ISV built right into it. And the sensors, because they have a 50 megapixel camera sort of, so you can record 8K video. On top of that, you have Pro Focus, which apparently identifies and tracks objects so you don't have any blur and obviously it's an advanced form of it's an advanced form of you could say uh, of sort of what's the word there's OIS and then there's regular software stabilization you basically it's a kind of software AI uh, supported uh, you know video stabilization thingabaging you know it's um there's a word for this. It's it's not OIS. It's 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 not optical. It is like, um, but basically it's software based. So it stabilizes shots by any issues, and there's no blurring as a result. It probably is an advanced feature of software supported um, stabilization that you'd get on lots of phones, and it's a bit jelly. But it, I think it cuts out the jellying parts, which is pretty cool. You get improved uh, eye and face autofocus, which I think is good to have a video recording, and night ultra night video mode, which apparently uh, features proprietary algorithms that Xiaomi developed to give you moody and atmospheric shots uh, that are basically clearer than ever, and again gives you pretty clear and quite nearly low, nearly low noise shots at night at extreme low light. So that's pretty cool. This is on top of the fact that you have also cool features and um, functions like Parallel World, Freeze Frame Video, and Magic Zoom. So that's pretty cool, uh, nonetheless. So that's the that's the cinematic aspect. These these are premium phones, so these premium phones have the cinematic element to it. You could say, in a way. Um, so you're supposed to take great cinema quality videos if you're able to view them on a great display so that's cool now the interesting part comes with the processors so the 12 series come with the Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 the 12 and the 12 Pro come with the Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 along with whereas the 12X which is the affordable of the three basically has the Snapdragon 870 as for battery and this is where it gets pretty interesting it's different and when I say it's premium it's a pre it's 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 got you know, quite a balanced battery. It's not only extreme. Uh, the 12 Pro comes at a 4,600 milliamp hour battery, 120 watt fast charging, wired. To the 12, the 12 and 12X come at 4,500 milliamp hour batteries. In, in in the compact design, apparently, and get and you can get 67 watt fast charging wired. And uh, fortunately enough, you get 50 watts wireless charging only on the 12 and 12 Pro. So that's something to keep in mind. So that's pretty interesting, I mean, in a way. All right, let's kind of go over the specs in a way. The 12 Pro uh, features a 120 hertz, 6.73 inch AMOLED display with a punch hole notch at, on the front. Um, and has an aspect ratio 20 by nine and it's WQHD plus display, 3200 by 1440, uh, you know, overall thousand, basically 1500 nits of peak brightness 8 million to 1 contrast ratio um, 120 hertz refresh rate easily it's dynamic so you can go from 1 to 120 this is Xiaomi's own version of variable refresh rate but it's pretty cool it, it supports LTPO so again it can go as low as 1 hertz easily 
HDR10 Plus support Dolby Vision out of the gate. That's pretty cool. And you get an X-axis linear vibration motor. As for the processor, um, you get Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 uh, with the same GPU that would come with the 8, with the 8 Gen 1. Um, on top of that, for memory, if I could find it, that is. This shouldn't disappear in the middle. So as for memory, it, it would basically would come with like the more maxed out spec that is uh, alright so the 12th Pro comes with 8 or 12 gigabytes of RAM with only 256 gigabytes of storage that's something, to def that's something definitely to keep in mind so it's 256 gigs only so that's pretty interesting um, in a way uh, there's no mention of SD card support so this is what you'll exactly get so I probably would recommend getting a um, getting it over the drive, basically getting a USB-C flash drive, so that would that would recommend if you want to move files back and forth, or probably purchasing cloud storage like Google Drive storage. That'd be pretty cool. All right, uh, for the cameras, generally speaking, you have a 50 megapixel wide-angle camera. It's an IMX707 pro, uh, chip with an f1.9 aperture. Uh, and uh, it's roughly 2.44 micrometers uh, in a way, so that's pretty cool. Um, you you can record in 4K with HDR10 plus capability and 8K, so it go all the way up to that. So 8K 30 easily without an issue. You get all the features that I mentioned early on, uh, along with a 50 megapixel ultra wide uh, camera. So you get 115 degrees field of view, f2.2, 50 megapixel telephoto. Uh, so it'd be a 48 millimeter equivalent focal length, f1.9 aperture, and a 50 megapixel. Oh, and you get a 50 megapixel mode straight, so you can you can use the four-in-one pixel binning, or you can use the actual 50 megapixel sensor. It's cool to see, like let's say the 11 Ultra and 11T before this, uh, and previous Xiaomi flagships that they're all packing the same uh, size sensors, triple 50 megapixel sensors. So that's pretty awesome to see. Uh, that's uh, nice of Xiaomi to do. I, this is what I mean by good value. I mean being a Xiaomi fanboy, uh, they have offer. They're offering pretty good value over here with the 12 series. It, it is the best of the best from Xiaomi, so they had to offer uh, pretty good value. 32 megapixel selfie camera, f2.45. F2 um, when you get some of the uh, videography features over here, it weighs 205 grams roughly, and um, on top of that you get that 4600 million power battery 120 watt wired fast charging 50 watt uh, fast uh, wireless charging and 10 watt uh, reverse charging so you could charge your smart watches and all without an issue you got USB-C you got dual sim and you got NFC Bluetooth 5.2 and 5G as always definitely guaranteed on a phone at this price and with this much capability Wi-Fi 6C support so it's pretty cool to have whereas in, now on the other hand the Xiaomi 12 is um, you could say nearly identical to the Pro. The Pro gives you a bit more uh, for for the for the money in a way. The 12 has a 6.28 inch 120 hertz AMOLED display, same certification, almost same aspect ratio, but it's FHD plus only. That's not really an issue at this point. 20, 20, 2400 by 1080 pixels. That's pretty cool. Uh, 1100 nits of peak brightness, uh, 5 million to 1 contrast ratio, 
and you have adaptive sync which is pretty cool uh, Dolby Vision HDR 10 plus out of the gate so again like the 12 Pro in a way but um, you know uh, it's, it's got one less certification that's interesting for the cameras you have 50 megapixel ultra uh, wide angle again just like the 12 Pro uh, and uh, but here this is where it gets interesting 13 megapixel ultra wide angle sensor 120 123 degrees field of view so a little wider a little you could pack more into the frame but it's again not the 50 megapixel that you'll get on the pro and a 5 megapixel tele macro uh, camera so it both does does both telephoto and macro pretty awesome quite yeah quite utilitarian if you ask me because you can do both telephoto and macro shots without an issue and that's an equivalent of a 50 millimeter focal length so that's pretty cool so you're getting you're you kind of are losing something from the pro and that is you don't get two additional 50 megapixel sensors you get uh, different sort of sensors which are again a bit toned down so that's something to think about you get you get the same selfie camera as on the pro so that's pretty cool and you get the same processor the same and probably the same storage uh, for storage you get either 8 gigabytes of ram or 12 gigabytes of ram and 128 gigabytes or 256 gigabytes of storage straight off the bat so that's pretty cool the then finally we have the Xiaomi 12x which is the more affordable of the three you have a 120 hertz 6.28 inch AMOLED display FHD plus 5 million to 1 contrast ratio 1100 nits peak brightness so you get, you're starting to lose some things from the actual 12 series phones but it's a it's more affordable so you get you get what you really need and not what you really want in a way like you get what you need or you know uh, and uh, not what you'd love to have so that's pretty cool uh, you get a Snapdragon 870 instead of the H Gen 1 which is a bit interesting uh, the same sort of you get stereo speakers 4500 million power battery uh, 67 watt wired fast charging no wireless charging on this one so that's pretty interesting um, the 12 and 12 Pro have wireless charging so that's pretty cool um, in a way uh, Oh, I kind of forgot to mention the Xiaomi 12 has 67 watt wired fast charging, so that's interesting. Uh, had to add that in uh, at the last minute. As for cameras, you have a 50 megapixel main sensor f1.88, uh, a 30 megapixel ultra wide 120 123 degree field of view f2.4 aperture, and a 5 megapixel telephoto slash macro camera, like on the 12 in a way. So the Pro has three 50 megapixel sensors, so that's pretty interesting in a way. Um, and yeah, and the 12x weighs 176 grams, so that's pretty cool. And you get the same kind of ports and connectivity as the 12 series. Uh, okay, you only get Wi-Fi 6 here, but that's not really a big deal in a way. And for storage, the 12x comes in for memory you could say the 12x only comes with 8 gigabytes of ram but an op choice between 128 and 256 gigabytes of storage so that's pretty cool in a way and um and obviously given that show me phones have google services you'll probably be glad to know as like a promotion if you get the 12 series you get three months of youtube premium for free pretty cool uh, again like you know how samsung offers free trials for services they can get on their phones that's pretty, it's nice to have and because obviously Xiaomi has Android and runs Google services that's something that I have to basically point out why you should get a Xiaomi phone is because it has Google services 
I mean, <laughs> the the other uh, well-known brand, you, know, you could say, that has be even nicer cameras, but doesn't have Google Maps, for example. So it's probably one advantage you could say of Xiaomi, on top of the pretty good hardware and good value here. Now you're probably wondering about price. The 12X, which is the affordable of the three, starts from $650 for the base spec. That would be the 8GB of RAM, 128GB of storage. The 12 starts at $750, and the 12 Pro starts at from $1,000. That's pretty good value, if you ask me. In a way, it's it's pretty good value, and you're getting you're definitely uh, it's kind of alright. You you can't go wrong. It's um, it's 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 quite comfortable. You know, it's it's uh, it's quite comfy. It's not uh, it's not shot up with inflation or with other phones where the top of the line of uh, the top line models would basically cost eleven twelve hundred dollars ish the 12 pro base spec starts at thousand dollars so it's pretty good for what you're getting obviously the ram spec the ram is obviously not enough but again it's pretty good price the 12x the 12 and the 12x would probably sell like hard cakes uh, for probably the vast majority of consumers looking from what you're getting here now we have the 12 series pretty good phones you get an all-round viewing ex good viewing experience uh, solid cameras you can record great videos the algorithms are there and all that's pretty cool and you get uh, and you get decent batteries you don't get the f massive 5000 mAh batteries but you get f very good fast charging for a premium phone so you're getting good value over here now which 12 pro which 12 series should be getting uh, speaking as a perspective of a show me fanboy the 12 pro has its strength being the ultra premium offering from show me the best of the best from show me uh, with the memory, with the processing, with the cameras, camera especially, it's impressive. 350 megapixel sensors, like the previous flagships from Xiaomi. So it's a true flagship in that sense of the word. If you love flagships, definitely get the 12 Pro. You won't be disappointed and you'll definitely be satisfied. And the experience is usually top notch. Again, this is Xiaomi's main flagship line and they give it their all. It's usually the best, it's a well-polished out experience. There's no kind of kinks or um, corner cutting, you could say with the Redmi's, for example, you're getting ads or it's slow or it's slightly choppy or you miss out on 4K or 8K video recording. You get 4K and 8K video recording on a 12 Pro. So I'd recommend that for those who really want the best of best from Xiaomi. And the 12 and 12X are, are solid phones in their own right. It kind of boils down to what you really need on either phones. If you want the latest Snapdragon, 12 is a pretty good value. I recommend it right away. The price is all right for now. Uh, the 12X is an absolute banger value uh, at $650. If you have that kind of, if, you, if your budget's around five to $700, it's a pretty banger deal. Given that you get the 870, it's it's an old, one year old processor, but you get top notch value. So that's um, that's pretty interesting. So there's the 12 series, pretty good phones. I mean, and and now the best part is, is these phones will be available. Obviously, uh, I mean, Xiaomi's main flagship phones are sold in more and more places than say Redmi phones or Poco phones. So you definitely would want to check this out if you're in the market for a new phone. So that's pretty cool. And then on the flip side, after these phones were launched, uh, Xiaomi showed off uh, n uh, new foldable devices, uh, sorry, new wearable devices. I kind of keep getting it mixed up. Wearables and foldable, uh, variables and uh, and uh, earbuds in a way. 
So we got the Xiaomi Watch S1 and S1 Active. Pretty cool smartwatches. Uh, you get a whole, t you get 117 fitness modes. You get uh, 24 days. Uh, you get 12 days of battery life. Uh, you can um, Alexa's is supported over here. Uh, you get payments through Mastercard, NFC, and I'm sure there's Google Pay because it's got Android. Is yeah, does okay has a custom OS. There's no mention of Android Wear OS. That's strange. But although it has Xiaomi's own sort of operating system for variables, it's a pretty solid watch. Um, the S1 features. Now this is basically an Amazfit uh, smartwatch. If you have see, been seeing. Amazfit smartwatches, they've kind of been associated with Xiaomi. So a lot of the technology from Amazfit has come over to these watches. So these are Xiaomi branded to start with. But uh, again, looking over at specs, the S1 regular features a 1.43 inch AMOLED sapphire glass display. Again, competing with the Apple Watch in a way in the Samsung Galaxy Watch 4. Um, you have uh, 12 days of battery life. Bluetooth 5.2 connectivity, dual band GPS, 117 uh, sports modes, all day heart rate and blood oxygen monitoring, five atmospheric pressures, five atmospheric pressures of water resistance. So that's pretty interesting. The S1 Active, on the other hand, swaps the kind of fancy, you know, luxurious design for a more s fitness and sports oriented focus. You have lightweight, durable metal bezel instead of sapphire glass in a way, uh, and you get the same display and almost identical specs in a way. Um, so it's a more sportier version. So it, it's more, it's kind of, it kind of competes with the Apple Watch Nike editions if you've had those, uh, if you can get those from Apple though. So that's pretty cool. Uh, if you're wondering about price in a way, the, where is it? <laughs> I have to kind of, bounce around Google or something. The S1 from Xiaomi will start from $270. Pretty affordable if you ask me in a way compared to the Apple Watches of the world and the and your Galaxy Watches uh, being Xiaomi's main flagship smartwatch. And the S1 Active is will start from like $200. And then we have the Xiaomi Buds 3T Pro. This is Xiaomi's top of the line wireless earbuds. Again, taking on the likes of the Air, AirPods Pro. I mean, I could it's there's an uncanny similarity to the AirPods, uh, to the AirPods Pro, in a way. You call them AirPods or AirBuds or AirBuds? I think they're AirPods. Okay, AirPods Pro. Interesting. So to start with, uh, the Air the Buds Three T Pro comes with, um, in a way, features th forty decibels hybrid active noise cancellations. They get ANC. Good to have at the uh, for earbuds at its price. Uh, Ten millimeter dual magnetic dynamic drivers, uh, LHDC 4.0 audio codec, pretty cool. Uh, in a way, you get three ANC modes again, competing with premium earbuds at this price. So it's more souped up looking version of the Redmi Buds 3. So it's fancier, it's higher quality. It should sound should sound better, and uh, again has better noise cancelling. Then the Redmi Buds, in a way, you get uh, dimensional audio functionality, so it's a bit similar to Dolby Atmos on the on the AirPods Pro, 360 degree soundscape, so that's pretty cool. You get six hours of playback on one charge of these earbuds, and in the case will give you up to 24 hours of battery life, uh, so that's pretty interesting. You get dual device connectivity, so again, pretty solid 
bunch of wireless earbuds. You get IP55 water and dust resistance in a way, so that's pretty cool. The Buds 3T Pro will start at $200, so again, convenient with the AirPods Pro and Galaxy uh, Buds of the world is the Xiaomi's answer to those two, so being that it's the third largest, uh, you know, uh, device maker in the world so not surprising but again solid premium devices from from the folks over at Xiaomi so again pretty cool if you ask me alright moving on from Xiaomi over to Apple Apple obviously I mean whenever they probably have something new to talk about or obviously something is about to happen in the world of Apple uh, obviously something new from the folks in Cupertino the whole world kind of almost talks about it in a way and uh, this time it's no more different uh, from now uh, we're basically what it's currently March so we're six months away from the new iPhones launching and we're already getting a whole ton of scoop uh, a whole ton of rumors and basically inside info about the iPhone 14 and fortunately the good folks at 9to5Mac big shot and I'll link the art their article you go check it out I mean support these guys pretty cool reporting they basically broke the, the report that Apple is going to make the Mac Studio, but the nine, uh, the folks over at 9to5Mac reported uh, corroborating all their sources and all their information, uh, everything kind of, uh, all the things we could see in the iPhone 14, so the new rumors you could say. Uh, so first is the displays and processors. Now, apparently, the iPhone 14, there'll be no mini version of the iPhone, no, no iPhone 14 mini, according to their sources, in uh, according to my 95 Max's sources, kind of. I mean, um, apparently, the iPhone 14 will be available in 6.1 and 6.7 inch versions, so there'll be no f mini version of the iPhone 14, potentially. That's pretty interesting, but also you'll get to see the iPhone 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max. Overall, you'll have four iPhone 14s to choose from in a way so two versions of the 14 with two different display sizes 6.1 and 6.7 inches and then a Pro and Pro Max is always with a larger taller display so that's something to keep in mind interestingly enough the iPhone 14 uh, Pro and Pro Max will come with a notch plus pill design that will place the fat notch that you've seen was pretty interesting um, you know, I don't know how they'll pull that off, but I'm pretty confident because of the Pro, they could do it and they could pack in more advanced technology and they can definitely pull this off uh, without an issue in a way. And you're wondering about processors. So according to their sources uh, in the article, uh, Apple is looking to use an advanced version of the A15 for the two iPhone 14 models. I don't know if it's like penny pinching at this point or that they're really trying to offer better value or they're probably realizing that production costs are going to shoot up so they need to really save costs somewhere so the regular iPhone 14 models would come with a, a beefed up version of the A15 so in case you're wondering what I'm talking about with the beefed up version of the A15 uh, this apparently this could be the one where the this is the version of the A15 that comes with an extra GPU core and 6 gigabytes of RAM over say 4 gigabytes so that's pretty interesting uh, and apparently they could use that version of the A15 so it'd be a bit of an upgrade but still they could save money on uh, the processors and um, and it could be branded as the A15X obviously so it'd be like a bit of an upgrade because it has an extra GPU core and the Pro on the other hand the Pro Max would come with the, A8, with the A16 now if this is the case 
the iPhone 13 would have a good val solid value in a way because the because the A16 would only be on the pros so it would probably add more value to the iPhone 13s because what you're really only getting on the iPhone 14 is more memory overall and an extra GPU core unless it makes a big of a difference in a way so that's pretty interesting I mean I, I mean I kinda how I kinda see it is that I think it's just the current uh, you know supply chain circumstances Apple needs to ship out an astronomical uh, metric ton of these phones and they cannot really offer the same processor on four models they need to really stretch this easily uh, and you not feel like there's shortages because the moment Apple starts having shortages of the iPhones they're already making good profit on these phones people will go to other brands and you know you can see where it, where it could be a game of don it could be a game of cards kind of falling you know a house of cards falling so I think Apple's obviously playing it pretty safe given the current uh, issues with manufacturing and all uh, that they are uh, you know switch changing it up kind of the A16 would only go on the Pro and Pro Max and then the A15X or whatever you're gonna call it, the modified A15 uh, you could say would be only be on the regular 14 I'm sure that would be to make sure that they keep that 650 to 700 dollar $700 price tag in a way so that's pretty cool and the other rumor that they reported on uh, is claims that Apple's already kind of been working on satellite communication for the iPhone 14 series now we've heard about this last year and I kind of talked over it on, on a previous episode do check it out uh, I mean uh, you could search my you know my own gadget talk iPhone 13 there's probably been an episode where I talked about the satellite communication functionality but apparently uh, they've been testing prototypes where, they can be, where it's capable of sending SMSs or text messages over a satellite. It's apparently known as Stewie, so that's the code name. I don't know about you, but sending text messages over a satellite, as I mentioned early, early on the previous rumor, uh, pr last time I talked about the rumor about the satellite connectivity, it's pretty, it's pr it would be a nice to have. Uh, again, in emerg I think they're looking to develop this for emergency purposes. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool to see uh, what they're working on. It'd be great to have satellite connectivity for to browse the internet and to make calls. That would really be a true game changer, and would be a real step up from whatever we whatever options there are in the market, as I've mentioned before. So that's pretty cool, if you ask me. And uh, if we already are talking about upcoming phones, Realme is going to be uh, launching the GT Neo Three, and. Um, and obviously they're launching it on March 22nd in China and um, they're also gonna and and also they're gonna also have a special edition uh, GT Neo 3 and this basically is based on an iconic endurance motorsport race the 24 hours of Le Mans so there'll be a Le Mans version basically it kinda takes the styling of the Ford GT the iconic 1966 uh, Le Mans race with the G. If you know Ford versus Ferrari, look it up. It's it's a pretty interesting story about how Ford beat Ferrari. The, the you know this 1966 Ford GT, the stripes on it, like the old days, like the old Le Mans races. So they've made so Realme has made a a unique limited edition uh, version of their phone with the Le Mans style stripes across it. Again, it looks pretty cool. Uh, in a way and uh, again the GT in the GT Neo 3 is about s performance you know it's inspired by high performance sports cars you know your your M series car BMW M3s and 
the four gts of the world so it's pretty cool if you ask me and it'll come in blue and white so that's pretty cool nonetheless all right next kind of interesting scoop uh, obviously later today uh 10 a.m eastern 5 p.m Bahrain time ish samsung's gonna be announcing their new mid-range phones the a series so the a53 the a73 the a33 uh, obviously we're gonna mention a, we're gonna talk a little bit about next week on next week's episode so that's pretty interesting uh, but uh, Ross Young of digital supply chain consultants the icon the pretty fame already at this point famous sort of consultancy uh, regarding displays uh, tweeted this interesting uh, insight Samsung display is expected to begin panel shipments for the Z flip 4 next month same timing as the Z flip 3 last year but panel shipments are expected to be much larger uh, that's according to him uh, and continuing on expecting 8.7 million panels in 2022 for the z flip 4 versus 5.1 million for the z flip 3 in 2021 that's basically his words basically the point is that it could be uh according to him samsung's looking to ship 60 percent higher uh ship uh displays kind of for the z flip 4 not surprising given how popular the z flip uh phones are being a flip phone it's a thousand dollars and the fact that they're pump they could be pumping out as much as eight around eight to nine million of these bad boys uh, tells you the overall demand uh, over so uh, currently the folds obviously are quite more niche and premium and on the more ultra high-end side and then the flip is obviously more in demand it sells like hotcakes so not surprised but again pretty cool if you ask me uh, nonetheless uh, and this one is, is very recent this came in just about now in a way in the past hour or two Google is going to be doing its Google I.O. event on May 11th and 12th and um, this time it's not going to be just a virtual event. Apparently they're going to do it at the Shoreline Amphitheater as they've done in Mountain View, California, sunny old California with a limited presence uh, primarily uh, obviously with the, of their own employees and some Google partners. That's pretty cool and obviously it's going to be a free virtual event for everyone. They can tune in from anywhere in the world. That's pretty cool. Uh, and the and as I said, they're doing it on May 11th and 12th. So expect the latest version of Android, the upcoming version of Android, and some Google products to be uh, mentioned and talked about. So that's pretty awesome, uh, bit of news nonetheless. So again, pretty cool, uh, in a way. All right, finally, this is a very interesting scoop. You could say talking about Instagram, Mark Zuckerberg obviously uh, doing sort of a uh, kind of a interview at South by Southwest, the iconic conference in Austin, Texas, obviously being virtual at this point at the moment. Um, during the interview, obviously they probably asked about NFTs and he basically revealed that uh, they're looking to bring NFTs over to Instagram. Of all places, of all apps, of all possible places on the internet where you're gonna have to bake in NFTs, you have Instagram at the helm. Apparently, according to Mark Zuckerberg, in Zuckerberg's words, we're working on bringing NFTs to Instagram in the near future, in the near term, uh, and then going on to say, I'm not ready to kind of announce exactly what that's going to be today, but over the next several months, the ability to bring some of your NFTs in, hopefully over time, be able to mint things within that environment, uh, quoting Zuckerberg here, uh, end quote. So it's pretty interesting. I'm, uh, it's strange. I mean, I'm surprised, obviously. For one, obviously, to be fair, Twitter lets you make your profile picture an NFT because, because you can link your NFT from a wallet or an exchange. 
into your as a profile picture so that's definitely an option uh for context and obviously every crypto exchange under the sun that is iconic name it name name them all ftx binance whoever whatever they all offer nft exchanges so you can go and buy and sell nfts though you don't really need OpenSea at this point but instagram i don't know about you but i think it'll just make it way too way more mainstream that we really need and we're in a boom right now so if they i'm sure they're probably looking at the idea and i'm sure they've probably coded a solution um but you know um but again zuckerberg obviously has made a point about nfts basically that it could help in its in their metaverse you know meta's metaverse that um that your clothing that your avatar kind of it, it starts an nft and you can kind of move it around the metaverse into different planets and experiences which is really interesting but uh, starting it off on Instagram, um, we're in the middle of an NFT boom. I don't, I don't know about you, but um, you know, it's just you know, right now we're in a hype cycle. We're in a bubble, and the bubble could burst. And you know, it would. I, I, okay, let's let's just say Instagram is already a very popular service. Everyone and their grandma is on Instagram in a way, and then uh, and then you're gonna get crypto bros excited i don't know about you but if if i were working at a massive iconic technology business or an iconic service like instagram i'd say you'd want to wait a bit more to let bubble burst and obviously then the technology matures and then there's competing sort of options and software and code and uh, you know there's other altcoins stable coins to mint nfts on it until it you know is more logical and it's not uh, environmentally unfriendly you could say so it's I think I think that sounded like a cool idea. I'm sure some interns like, why not we offer NFTs on Instagram? That'd be such a good idea if you ask me. So uh, I, I'm sure it was uh, sounded like a cool idea uh, on paper, but in reality, it, it's so complex uh, in a way. But it's pretty strange, but again, pretty fascinating nonetheless. Alrighty, this brings us to the end of this week's episode. What do you think of everything you've heard today? Let me know. I'm on Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Said underscore my own 99. Follow me there. Subscribe where you're listening right now so you don't miss another episode. And yeah, till next week, this is your this is your boy Mount signing out. Um wherever you are, whatever you're up to, take care, have a great day, and yeah, thank you for listening. Ciao.